and welcome to Atrocities of the Demon Scent, Ramjack's Workings. Hey you, it's me, Alex, and uh, the other guy, that's Brad. Hello citizens, hello. And we're in the uh, the thick of the holiday season here on Ramjack. Spooky, scary. Ooh, the spookiest. Um... Brad, what what's the new format? What are we what are we doing, guys? Listen, first of all, welcome to a time travel episode. Uh, we're recording this. Uh, we're recording this uh, fifty one minutes before the debate starts, so we're gonna record a teensy little episode, get it out. Um, this is gonna come out after the debate episode, so you already know how that went. We can only imagine. Um, so I hope that was that. Hope that was a delight. Uh, we'll find out soon enough. Um, so we got we got to knock this out real quick. We do have some updates. Did some field recording uh, from the haunted road. Uh, so Ooh. we did that, and we've also watched an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Oh yeah, because it's short. Short, sweet. It's from uh, season two. It's episode ten. Ramjack's suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Brad, I shared with you. A little bit of the holiday season we found here in Ohio. We went to a Costco, and there was a three-pack of the Monster Cereals. Yeah. How's that three-pack? It's interesting. We've only opened up Count Chocula, obvious reasons. Yeah, all right. Well, okay, now that I remember, I think we opened up Frankenberry as well. Hmm. The Monster Cereal boxes talk to Vera, because I am, much like the episode that we're going to be talking about of Tales of the Crypt, I am the uh, puppeteer of most everything in my house. (laughs) Whether it be a doll or an action figure or a cereal box or a stuffed animal, everything talks. So she's like, well, how do these monsters talk? So they talk to her every morning, and of course I do the Ramjack classic (laughs) monster voices. Nice. And um, she doesn't like Booberry. Whoa. I think it's because it's because of the blue color. She's very much into girls are awesome, boys are lame. Um, don't know why we didn't teach her this. I don't think, um, but she's age. definitely like, hmm. yeah. yeah, solidarity. So she so she loves Count Chocula because Count Chocula is chocolate and it's her favorite, and she right. eats him the most. And she'll say, "Sorry, cereals, but I got to eat Count Chocula this morning." And they're like, "Oh no, oh no." Um, Boo Berry keeps trying to get in her bowl. Doesn't work. Doesn't happen. Nice. She's too. Uh, she's too on it. She's there. But that's that's a little bit beyond. Like we've decorated the house. We've gotten. Um, Everything outside, decorated inside. Everyone here is super excited. How are things down in Florida? I mean, they were okay. Um, you you sent me that uh, message about the uh, the Costco uh, monster cereal, and I was excited. I was like, well, I'm going to go to Costco today because I was already thinking about it. Um, yeah. That pushed me over the edge. I was like, oh, snap. I'm going to go grab that. So I went to Costco. I got some wine. I got some cheese. I got I got no monster cereal. They don't have it at my, tar- at my uh, Costco. And that's a tragedy. It's a true um, tragedy. Surely they'll get there soon. I didn't. I surely Costco's aren't that regional. I don't know. I, don't know. I, may, I may check. I may check the other Costco just in case. I'm gonna crack a Coke Zero open right uh, now because I'm parched. Do it. Do it. But because uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna get over there. I, I don't know what else I need at a Costco right now because I I mean there's not a lot of stuff I can really get at Costco in one person. I mean Costco's delightful. I I just bought my second uh, um, package of Costco uh, uh, paper towels. I bought one last year that I got for free when I signed up, and it's <laughs> it's lasted until now, so uh, I'm in for another year of paper towels. Um, because we used that awesome deal that you peeped us to online, I don't know if it was a Groupon or whatever, Yeah. we we, we recently used our gift card on an air purifier, which is actually, I would I would say, pretty good. They're actually on nice. sale right now. Time Traveler, I know you cannot, t- maybe not take advantage of this, but I'd recommend it. Um, nice. 
but they also gave us a voucher for online, and I'm struggling to find what I want to buy online with it. Yeah, I, I think uh, I just let that one lapse. It's 40 bucks. It's a lot of money, I think. Oh, it's, it, it might was, be 20. It, it wasn't that much for mine. I think they change amounts, because I think, I well, think mine was like 10, 10 off an online purchase. Um, so the reason I think it's so high is they botched the gift card stuff. So they sent out gift cards to everyone f- off the um, deal, but they ended up being weirdly defective or strange. So they sent another one, and that one came with the extra online voucher there you w- go. for more, I guess. Okay. As a thank you, I think. At least right. that's what I'm thinking happened. I honestly don't know. I just know that one is, they were both the same. I was like, all right, cool. How's, how, how are you liking the Costco life? It's interesting. We, there's a few things that we buy in bulk. It's always interesting to go there and see the, the, the bulk food stuff, the giant televisions they have in there. I don't really go to a lot of tech stores anymore because I buy most of everything I have online. Sure. Um, um, it's interesting. Um, I I do like, they have like a taco kit that's actually pretty freaking good. I don't know it if you've uh, looked at that. It's It, it feeds, a, I guess, you, you it would stretch you for what? Two meals, maybe three. Oh, excuse me. I think maybe four. three. Yeah, it looks, it looks yeah, it's a lot large. of food. It's yeah. huge. Um, it lasts us two days, so yeah, I guess it would easily. You yeah. could have a week out of meals on tacos. Yeah, definitely, there. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's like quite a few tacos. Um, yeah, I my it's, main it's, my main go tos are wine, cheese, coffee, paper towels once a year, <laughs> and of course, of course, the Costco hot dog every anytime I show up because it's great. I have to get the hot dog next time I'm there. It's very good because I haven't gotten it yet. We almost got ice cream, but also, um, also, what I'm on now with Costco is a uh, bacon. Buying the bacon in bulk and then freezing oh, it. Oh, interesting. Because it's like a four pack of bacon and put one in the oh, refrigerator, yeah, three in the freezer. I told you, listeners, that I got the giant. What I thought was one giant thing of cheese was actually attached to a second large giant thing of cheese, nice. and we are still on the first one. Second, second one, half a bag away still. We use cheese, I would say, fairly often. So it's interesting to have that much shredded cheese. Oh yeah, I, it's I, bulk, I, man. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? Yeah, I uh, trust, 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 trust. I'm there. I, I guess I've got half a wheel of brie and a ton of little uh, uh, baby bell cheeses. Um, yeah. The only the only downside is we get certain things that Vera doesn't like or Joey doesn't like. For example, she loves fruit pouches. We said we'll give the Costco ones a try. I don't like these fruit pouches. These are my fruit pouches, Dad. <laughs> these are stupid. They can go over there with blueberry. Fuck off with these fruit pouches. I want my Oof. fruit pouches. So then we have this giant thing of fruit pouches that's like, all right, I guess I'm just going to have to eat these, which is fine, I guess. Uh, you sure don't want them, Joey? Nah, it's those Costco <laughs> fruit pouches. Um, Joey, Joey's gone through a phase where he'll specifically ask for something, eat like one of it, and then just no. So he was talking about, I really want to try. There's someone, um, there's someone that has this blueberry cereal, this blueberry Cheerios. Have you heard of it, Alex? Yeah, they have blueberry Cheerios. Hey, can we have some? I'd love to try. I'd love to just have my own box of those. All right, cool. Kid ate half a bowl of it. I'm done. What? Do you not, are you just not in the mood for cereal? Nah, I don't know if I like it. Okay, I, fair enough. Oh. But he he wanted he specifically asked for Mott's fruit snacks, which they have at Costco. And I'm like, all right, we'll get these. We'll try them if he likes them. I in particular about my fruit snacks. Got them. I can tell Mott's fruit snacks are really good. Um, Joey gets them, tries to eat, takes take a bite of one, and just goes ah. <laughs> I'm like Joey, the the Mott's <laughs> ones you want? Nah, those aren't my Mott's. They must <laughs> be different. Joey, what does the box say? It says Mott's, but I don't know. Maybe I don't like Mott's. Maybe those were the different ones. I don't know, Alex. Those Costco Mott's fruit snacks. Meh. I can't catch a break with these kids. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I could name a lot of other foods that they've done that from Costco, and I've been having to eat their... Uh, but it's, it's, it's the Costco life, man. We gotta live that Costco life, friend. 
found this mask in an old shop. I had never seen anything like it. What are you doing? It was strange. He, he looks crazy. I had to put it on. I saw, when I put it on, I saw, I saw three eyes. I saw things. It made me powerful. Powerful, like... Like a Well, um, my update, me and Dan, we went on the haunted road. I, you sent this to me to listen to, I think, before the show, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. I have not been able to because the day was uh, crazy, but I cannot wait to listen to it either when we get off from the debate later or tomorrow when this drops, I guess, or whenever this episode drops. This will, but I, this I'll will be, drop later. Okay, then I will listen to it on my own, and I can't wait to hear it. But the listeners will be able to hear it before I do uh, right, in this well, weird timey-wimey time travel. Well, friends, uh, well, I guess with that being said, I guess we'll just jump in and uh, um, let you guys know about The Haunted Road. All right, Dan, uh, we just leaving The Haunted Road. <laughs> Spooky. Spooky scary. <laughs> Um, so going into this, we thought it was going to be an absolute clusterfuck nightmare. Yes. I mean, there's been a lot going in. Just, you know, we booked this a while back, but we got an email, like, saying, hey, um, we need to rebook your time for, like, an hour later. <laughs> so, uh, we were going to be going around, like, a, like I think 10 o'clock, and yeah. then uh, they changed the time to 10.40 after some drama. <laughs> um, the first weekend did not go well. No. It did not. No, I had heard that, um, because so it was supposed to start last Friday, mm-hmm. was the first day that it was supposed to go, and apparently there was a pipe burst that day. Uh, yeah, whatever that means. So then what they did, as you would do, of course, is everyone who's supposed to come Friday, you rebook them for Saturday, which you've already booked for the Saturday. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that did not go well. Apparently there was like, a four-hour wait? Yeah, so Facebook was not happy. No. Um, lots of bad comments on their page. Yes. And uh, then it took um, it took a few days until the producer of the event like kind of came out and said, Hey, guys, sorry. And so people yeah. were pissed off, trying to get their money back. It was a whole big shit. I mean, I, again, like you could, there was an upgrade package that you could buy. Um, um, we just bought the regular base package, which was fifteen dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah I, so like all in nothing. Thirty dollars. Yeah, like I. So even if if this had been an absolute fucking nightmare, it would have been fine with me. Because <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I again, I have accidentally spent more than that on batteries in the last year, <laughs> so not a big deal. But uh, and honestly, we were after seeing how badly things went last week, we were both kind of looking like looking forward to seeing like how much of a like nightmare is this gonna be? Oh yeah, I told Tammy. I said, you know, hey, we may not be back till two in the morning <laughs> because that's how it was for some people last week. Yeah, like, they were like, I I had seen like some people they were leaving at one o'clock in the morning, and as they were leaving, there was still a line full of cars. Oh, uh, I can't. Well, yeah, that would have been it, that would have been terrible. Like that really would have been terrible. Um, that was not our experience. Uh, our experience, I like there were a few hiccups, but like. Honestly, quite good. Uh, like, we got in it, at, like, we pulled right in. Like, there was no wait. Uh, we're leaving. It's now uh, 11.53, so, uh, 
Yeah. Just about an hour. Yeah. So it, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. So it was a little unexpected of exactly what it was. Yeah. But it was, um, it was interesting. Like, basically, like, I don't know what that place is. Like, I don't know if it's like, I guess it's like a farm. It's definitely a farm. Because there was, was a straight up cow. <laughs> yeah, Brad was right next to a cow. And that was not a character. He no. was, he I, was a resident. Brought, brought me back to some, uh, um, terrifying childhood memories <laughs> of, uh, uh, going to Uncle William's farm. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. It was scarier than, uh, oh. than they intended. Yeah. For Brad, specifically. Oh. Uh, my Uncle William, the one that, uh, lost his mind and buried all of his money in jars in the yard and then started carrying a gun around because he thought the, there were people after him. Yeah. Ah, ah. So that's, that's what it reminded me of when I saw a cow. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, but no, it was, it, yeah. And also, um, basically you, you go through and you stop at little areas. And there's like little stages and you see like little vignettes. Um, and you're basically following the story. It's like, it's like a Rapunzel thing. Um, but, uh, she escapes and she's trying to find her suitor, William, who she's screaming for quite a bit. And, uh, there's spooky, scary monsters and, uh, varying, uh, fairy tale like creatures out there. But you can teach a little location and you see a little, uh, scene and then you move forward. And for also for each scene, you, uh, change the radio and, uh, then that's where you hear the different scenes. Yeah. Um, it's through your car radio. We were in a group, and it was just like, it was us and two other cars. We were right in the middle, so, yeah. honestly, pretty good spot. Um, yeah. Now, was it spooky and scary? I will say, um, overall, no, not so much, no. It's not really spooky scary. It's 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 light inter- Halloween entertainment. But, that first person that came up to the fucking car window, yeah, my blood went cold. So that's the thing, like, so, you know, obviously, you're in your car. So right. you're in your car, and I don't know how it is when you're in your car, Brad, but when I'm in my car, it's my own safe little bubble Absolutely. world. You know, it's like my little bubble, there's nothing else that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just me in my car. Absolutely. And they are invading your car bubble space. And what what freaks me the fuck out is because, you know, you see, you see the first scene, and there's not really people coming to your car. It's the second scene where they start coming up to your car. Yeah. And it's like kind of like the big bad wolf scene, and like a little red riding hood is the idea. Yeah. So, like, the person that came into the car was just in a hoodie. Yeah. So I thought it was just a person that just worked there. So I thought they were going to be like, hey, um, you know, change your radio to this or yeah. pull a little forward or something. But no, they're just staring at me. And no, I'm like, oh, fuck. A little red riding hood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking out the I'm looking out Dan's window because yeah. that's where the scene is, and then Dan notices there's a person, and I look and I'm like oh, and then they're just staring and I'm like oh no this is part of the thing oh that's yeah ooh and that's just chilling kind of stare at you and hang out for a while. yeah no it was good it was good like they, just the confusion that I thought they worked there and then it was like oh no they're just scary oh that was good that one yeah. That one got me quite quite well. Yeah, yeah. No, there was a couple times where I was like, "Oh, okay, this yeah. is happening." <laughs> and, and I will say that, um, you know, it is very theatrical based. Yeah. Uh-huh. And as far as like theater goes, it was pretty good. Like there was like yeah. some pretty good like stunt acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there was a bit where um, like Rapunzel's mom like had fire come out of her hand. Yeah. Like that was fucking cool. I know. I. Now, that was the one scene where, unfortunately, for whatever reason, the radio didn't work and we couldn't hear what was happening. Yeah. And also, we were kind of hearing the the next scene for some reason. Um, That was bleeding through. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, is this what we're supposed to be hearing? I was like, oh, wait, no, no, not the case. It was a little confusing. But yeah, that, that was that was a neat effect. Yeah, um, that was really cool. 
cool. Yeah. So I, I was, yeah, I was pretty surprised. Now, maybe we missed it because of, like, because I think it was the scene right before the ending. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know whatever happened to William. Spoiler alert. Oh. Um, she was... No, William was the guy that she that oh. killed the, killed uh, Rapunzel's mom. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they said it right at the beginning of that last uh, scene. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, the radio was a little crackly on that one too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So yeah. Oh, fucking William. Yeah, turns out William was the bad guy. What a dick. I I honestly I was thinking that we were gonna find out it was like a Beauty and the Beast situation and William was actually gonna be a spooky scary monster. Oh. Um, but no, William was just a douchebag that wanted to kill all the witches. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It was it, even because it was hard to tell because like the continuity and I mean obviously obviously we're hearing the audio from from the radio but the continuity of all the Rapunzels was quite good like yeah well because I don't know if is it we had the same Rapunzel the whole time that was my question did 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 they just have the Rapunzels doing the whole cycle and they're going through yeah because that's how it was last week okay but I don't know if that was the same thing this week but if not they got fucking you know, six people that look exactly uh, well, the same or seven Because at first that's what I thought it was. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't they just have, like, you know, an actress doing each scene? But, I mean, yeah, yeah, I okay, I guess they probably did then. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's how it was last week, because I, I've been on this whole little uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh-huh. like, uh, hole of just trying to find out about what's going on with Haunted Road. Sure. And uh, so one of the Rapunzels commented, on like Facebook or whatever, and was like, "Oh yeah, I was your Rapunzel." Okay, well, that's so, cool. Yeah, well, that's quite like you get to do a whole little show then for like an hour, and you're walking all that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. No, it, it's legit. Like what these people are doing, like the actors, it's pretty amazing because it's fucking Florida. It's yeah. hot, and it, it's actually cold right now. It's currently seventy. It's cold here, bro. Um, <laughs> Not good enough. Not good snow. enough. It might snow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's hot as shit, and it's dark, and it it's a fucking farm. It's dusty. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's not good. Well, so, I, yeah, the, so the Rapunzel was the same, but yeah, like, the the dude um, and the mother, clearly those yeah, are just doing they're, their, they're, they're definitely separate actors. That was why I was confused about it, but yeah, that makes, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Um, now, okay, that one guy that had the spear in the, in the last scene, he, he came right up to the car, and he yelled something, and I couldn't understand what he said. But I thought, I swore he said Dan. I thought he said uh, your name. Well, he meant, maybe he did. Because he said, back again? Back to, again. To me? Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, what? I, I just heard something something Dan. And I was like, ah. He might have said, back again, Dan? <laughs> he was good. He was real good. Yeah, so, some people were really into it. Yeah. It was like a, I guess she's like a mer or something. And she was like, <laughs> what was the sound that she made for uh, just, <laughs> it's like kind of the end of the scene, and like she's clearly like about to go back to her place, and so she's just making one last. <laughs> like, what does a mermaid say? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Also, I love those crow guys because like those guys were having fun. Like they, you could see, we could see them. They were like crouched down in front of the car in front of us, and just like sneaking around and. Oh, they were great. Yeah, because I think in front of us was like a whole family. Yeah. I think was like there. And and they were getting scared. So yeah. Because like, people were really fucking with them. Because yeah. I think they could tell, like, okay, we can scare these people. <laughs> yeah. It was so sad when they went too far and they missed a, they missed a scene. Yeah, yeah. And then we, they weren't our little car buddies anymore. Yeah. But yeah, so that was one thing. It, I mean, it's tough. Like, I feel like there was a good amount of direction. Um... Mm-hmm. They were about as clear as they could be with things. 
But sometimes it was just missing a little bit. Yeah. Like, it wasn't always clear exactly where you're going, because it is, it's extremely dark out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're in a big fucking maze. Like, yeah. Like, they just have all these, like, little, like, stakes with, like, kind of ropes and stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for driving, oh, because yeah, I would have no. been very stressed. We, we still would have been stuck there, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you before Brad was driving. Oh. That would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it would make me very nervous. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I was nervous about that because, like, you know, I'm in a Prius, and so, like, uh, my undercarriage is a little lower and stuff, and so I was sure. worried about, like, dirt and everything. But it actually ended up not being too bad. It was, yeah, yeah. It was reasonable enough. Like, yeah. some people online were really freaking me out because they were like, you know, we're in an SUV or truck and it was hard for us to get around. And I'm like, like oh, shut up, you liars. Yeah, I think so what it was, people it was hard lie. for them to turn is what it Oh, was. yeah, that they makes sense. problems turning because it was tight turning. Yeah, no, that's And bad. I was almost close to asking Brad, like, hey, man, would you mind driving just because Brad has, like, a little half-car, like, mini car. Right. <laughs> like... It turns on a dime, like yeah, boom. Absolutely. But uh, but no, we. I, I felt like um, all that stuff went well. I was I was pretty nervous, but mm-hmm. as far as just all the logistics and getting stuck out there, yeah. But um, that did not happen. Yeah, I, yeah. It was good times. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's sold out now. Yeah. Like it's already sold out because they have one thing. Like the last weekend is going to be eighteen and up. It's going to be gory and crazy. Whoa. Now, I don't know how they're going to make that. <laughs> I don't like, think so. Any more than it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, and isn't that also like they're going to, um, if you do that, then they're going to actually be able to like touch your car or like oh, really? hit it with like foam or something. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, I, maybe it's just like some water, like blood effects, oh, like, maybe. like Horror Nights does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it loses a little bit if you can, like, see it, that it's water. Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. Because <laughs> the whole thing with Horror Nights is, like, it's dark, and you just, like, you see the effect happen, and then you feel... Yeah. There's red light, there's red light, yeah. and water sprays on you, and it's like, oh my god, there's blood on me! Oh, no. It's like, no, that's water. Water. But, uh, yeah, so, well, that's, yeah, that might be fun. But uh, anyway, it's not in the cards for us, but that's yeah. totally cool. Definitely. It was worth it. Absolutely. Definitely worth 15 bucks. Absolutely. Fun ride all the way. Yeah. You know, I, I will say I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't a shit show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting it to be a shit show, but I wasn't happy about it going to be a shit show. Yeah. Honestly, my original idea was that I would break out this recorder yeah. and we would do a little bit while we were waiting in line to get in and then we would do our little, you know, little review after the fact. But uh, we just drove right in there. Yeah, so it was kind of uneventful as far as, like, the, the craziness. Yeah. Like, it was a complete 180 from what happened last week. So, Definitely. I mean, I, I think they really did have some sort of issue, and then they just didn't really think about the rebooking thing. Yeah, yeah. And to have, you know, to invite everyone from Friday to come Saturday, obviously, clearly that's a bad idea. Yeah. So this um, worked out pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. It was good. It was good times. Good times. All right. I hope um, everyone can hear us with us wearing our masks. Oh, no. Can you understand us? Ah, can we hear our masks? Our masks? <laughs> oh. This is probably all in you. Oh, oh well. <laughs> oh, into the garbage dump. <laughs> and we're back from the haunted road. <laughs> I 
cannot wait to listen to this. I'm envious of our listeners. It was a good time, friend. Uh, I would recommend. If, guys, if you're around a haunted road and you can get there one of the nights that it's functional and nothing weird's happening, um, oh. I recommend it. But be cautious. Be cautious. Because there's people that are going to come up to your car window and it's going to be weird. Did they try to unlock the doors? I'll find out when I listen to the... No, no. I don't want to spoil anything or have yeah. you repeat something. It's good. It was a good time. I enjoyed it a lot. Glad, glad we did it. Again, $15. It, I, like, it was a steal. It was a steal. Nice. Would love to do nice. it again. It's a new tradition. A new holiday tradition. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if it'll happen again, but if it does, I'm there. I am the monster that breathing men want to kill. I am Ratchet. Friends, it's that super spooky time of the week where we talk about Tales from the Crypt. Everything's spooky now, Alex, because it's Halloween times. There's a uh, an audiobook we listen to through the app Hoopla, our library's library app. That's a Mickey Mouse Halloween story that Vera listens to when we go to sleep sometimes. Uh, it's one of her bedtime stories. And every time you turn the page, you hear, oh. Nice. And she, she looks at her stuffed animals and it's like, guys, it's just a wolf. Don't freak out. Because it's scary when it when it makes that sound. But now she does it all the time to scare us. We'll just hear like a, oh, in the other room. And we're supposed to pretend that we're scared. And she just comes across it. Guys, it's just a wolf. Don't worry about it. Nice. It's adorable. I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I I may have in the recording about the haunted road, but um. So when you when you when every scene finishes, there's a voice comes on the radio and says "drive," and it's quite hilarious. And it feels like a book on tape. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Drive. Are you, you sure know, this won't happen mean, again? I mean, because it sounds the, pretty cool. What's that? Are you sure this isn't going to happen again? Because that sounds pretty I awesome. Know. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll talk more about it at another time. Uh, at another time. Yeah, there was a lot. There, there's a whole lot of situations, friends. Um, but <laughs> that's what that reminded me of. Drive. Drive. That's great. That's great. I can send you some photos and videos. Uh, oh God, please. Check do. out as well. So this is season two, episode ten, the ventriloquist dummy yes. of Tales of the Crypt. Um, are we going to summarize it? And oh, if so, uh, who does that? Because I don't remember whose turn it is. Oh, uh, I'll jump on it. Wow, that's actually I, I appreciate that, friend. I'll get the next one, obviously. But friend, I'm going to put a minute will. on the clock for you. Take that next one. Assuming we don't remember, I mean, it could be my turn for all we know. Hashtag <laughs> never forget. All right. When, when I say go, three, two, one, go. All right, this is the ventriloquist dummy. Uh, we start off and we got we got Don Rickles as being a ventriloquist, which is wild. And he's still doing Don Rickles shtick as well. Very strange. Um, but there's a kid that is just loving it. Uh, real weird crew at this comedy club, but that goes for the whole episode. But later, oh, that kid wants to be a ventriloquist. But later, there's a fire. What's happening? 15 years later, uh, that kid is now Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, <laughs> wild. Um, and he's, he's going to see... Um, old Don Rickles, because uh, he's going to be a ventriloquist. He wants him to come see his first, his very, very first performance. Ooh, this is not going to be good. Don Rickles is like, I haven't performed in 15 years since that terrible fire where that woman died. Uh, 
but uh, he goes and uh, yeah, uh, Bobcat sucks. He's terrible. The crowd, the crowd is insane. Also, um, it turns out that actually Don Riggles has a deformed little brother attached to his hand that's a monster and is killing people. They stop it in the end, but Bo uh, Bobcat becomes a ventriloquist. One minute. It's a Halloween miracle. Absolutely. I may have forgotten in just the excitement of Halloween and the holiday spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a lot at stake there. If Brad hadn't summarized it to a, on the, on, to a minute on the dot, he would have forgotten what Halloween was all about if he had gone over. And he would have been a chump if he had gone horrendously under. It was close. It was um, close. It was, it, it was disturbingly close. Oh, try. Frightfully close. I was like, ah! Frighteningly close. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to... I don't know if I've seen this before. I got deja vu watching this, and I don't think we've watched it for the show before, but I don't seek out Tales of the Crypt on my own, so it yeah. might have been something we watched a long time ago in college. I know I know, I had one of the seasons. I don't think I had this season, though, because I don't think I had seen this episode before. So I don't but know how I would have seen it. Tales from the Crypt is such a weird show, because it's so short. It really like is. The episodes, I mean, it's obviously a 30-minute show, and the fact that it's like, you know, they're, they're individuals, so you have to really set up all the characters and story. So you do a lot in 22 minutes, but it's still <laughs> like really, really goes by quick. And uh, oh, this yeah. is this is a weird one. I do love um, that every episode they do do the effort or the due diligence to do a classic comics cover. Yeah. While uh, the Crypt Keeper is explaining it, like the Tencent Terror Tales of the Crypt. And... I like that a lot, um, just because that really gets the, the the tradition of Tales of the Crypt, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, and this was probably the most disturbing one we've watched so far. It's just because it's so weird. It is. It is. It's extremely weird and very gory. <laughs> so one of the stranger. Uh, our most disturbing uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which is a child's tales from the crypt, or maybe a Twilight Zone there was, featured Bobcat. So I think it's weird <laughs> that this, wow. one, this tells the crypt is also kind of strange, uh, a little different, because I don't know if it's Bobcat bringing that energy or what, but I mean, goodness. Bobcat Goldthwait is like, I mean, now he's like a real director, and like, he's great. Like, as a human being, he's fucking awesome. So. I, the, the only, I mean, I've seen him live, and this was more than a decade ago at this point, um, and he was not that funny, but he was being a comedian, and it was well past, I guess, his prime doing that. Wow. But I, I know now he transitioned to directing, and I, like you said, Brad, perhaps he's great. I don't know if I've seen yeah. anything of his recently, but yeah, I um, he serves the, the part here well for what it is, for yeah, sure. He's great. Uh, it's it, seeing Don Rickles being a ventriloquist is very weird. <laughs> Especially since I've been watching all these Carson um, episodes lately, and like he's on the Tonight Show like all the time. Really? Oh yeah. No ventriloquist dummy. He's just uh. It, and it's weird doing because like seventies when they when they start off and he's doing like his ventriloquism act, he they they like. And it's clearly a situation where like, are, where he's like improvising, and they just wanted to keep as much Don Rickles in as they could, because they do a whole bit where he's just like, you know, making fun of the audience and doing Don Rickles stuff. And I'm like, I mean, you can't do like Don Rickles like insult comic, and then also be a ventriloquist. You you have the dummy be the insulting. That's how this works. I mean, like, I'm sorry, Don Rickles, but like, you're playing a ventriloquist. Like, you got to do it. I honestly don't, because yeah, it starts out with them in a club. Um, this is the worst. Like I, I, if I, I would want to leave this club immediately. I, yeah. I couldn't stay. The audience is horrible. 
their reactions to the jokes are bad. His insult stuff is what it is, but guy, I, I hate this kind of humor personally. It's just not for me. Yeah. So it's, it, and I guess they're trying to hint that maybe Don is a little off his rocker um, because he does kind of attack the audience. And if I, I did not realize that was a Don Rickles uh, calling card or like something that he did all the time. That's what's Now I think it's more interesting. It's yeah. his only thing, huh? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I did feel that was odd, even not knowing that, because it felt like it would change between who was the straight guy. And yeah. it is weird to have the dummy be the straight guy for a minute when this adult, like the guy who's supposed to be in charge just goes ballistic. All, it, it, it's so yeah, mali- it's like strange. intense when he does it. But we know why later, I bet. Um, so, yeah. So then we see... Uh, um, he, like, a uh, little bobcat, uh, gets, like, his autograph and is like, I want to be a ventriloquist when I grow up. And his mom's like, no, you want to be a doctor. It's like, <laughs> all right, moms, you're the worst. I love that they do that. Aren't you guys, like, on vacation or something? <laughs> like, ugh, worst. Almost as bad as a root canal on your vacation. Fucking <laughs> Um, so yeah, we go fit, um, so yeah, then we see the kids like, hey, oh no, there's something burning down across the way. Ah, terrible. Uh, 15 years later. No, we don't have any time. No time to worry about what just happened. No time. Uh, 15 years later, we got Bobcat. He's now a grown-ass man with a ponytail. Ugh. Yeah, it's unfortunate. No um, thanks, 1990. He goes to find... Uh, Don, who's now like a hermit, he lives by himself in some sort of like little cabin. Um, he's like, "This is it. This is. It. I, I can learn from this guy. I can be a ventriloquist just like him." Ugh. I don't know how I've come to this at this point, other than that I saw this once, and this is my last best hope at any kind of career or talent. Um, it's, and I don't know what in my life led me to this, but hey, it must have been pretty rough. We're not going to, again, don't have time to talk about any of that. The idea that this has been his dream for 15 years, um, and now he's finally doing his very first open mic night. I'm like, ugh. That's a power of an autograph, friend. Just a picture with someone's uh, initials on it, or just like a good luck, Bob, uh, is enough to have someone just like, I am going to be a ventriloquist. Or whatever. I'm sure it's the same for everyone else who collected autographs. I never did, but fair enough. I'm my own person because of it. I, I feel like I'm a better person because I didn't collect autographs. autographs uh, because it would have changed my life. It's very bizarre. <laughs> I didn't realize Henry's was power over you. There was something we missed. Um, so, like you said, something burned down across the street. Don was involved. There was an attractive woman going backstage to talk to Bob. Oh. Not Bob, uh, Don, after the show, and you're like, how is this lady in Don's league? I don't... Yeah, they're also, in in lieu of making Don Rickles look younger, because it's not possible, because he's always looked that old, uh, like, they just have him wearing a hat. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's got a hat on. And I'm like... This lady uh, comes in. Yeah, this lady's like, oh, I, so are we still going out afterwards? And he's like, oh, I'm not feeling well. And then um, Van Trickle's voice, Don Rickles, is like, oh, he's just kidding you, he feels great. Let's go back to our place. Ugh. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so. So yeah, so uh, fast Bob, forward. He's... Fast forward. Bobcat uh, gets gets in and is like, "Listen, I just please, I just want you to just to come see my show." And he's like, "Listen, I haven't, I haven't been, I don't leave the house much. I, I've, I've been in here for fifteen years, ever since that terrible, tragic night." And then Bobcat's like, oh, wow, is that is that Morty? Is that your ventriloquism doll? Let me just get this. Oh, and open up the case. He's like, no, stay the fuck away from that, you motherfucker. He's retired. He's been retired for 15 years, just like me, you motherfucker. 
Yeah, and his hand is kind of bandaged, so you think that, oh, it must have been damaged in the fire, or like... Or is his hand in a large brown bag? Again, you could write this all, like, got damaged in the fire. We've never seen his hand outside of the ventriloquist dummy to this point. Uh, We'll never see a hand actually uh, come out of that bag, unfortunately. Um, But Bobcat's like, look, dude, um, I am going to be a ventriloquist. And I want you to come see my show. I'm going to the same place that you used to act, I guess, because we can't wish, afford another set. I w- Alex, I wish that's what he had said. But what did what he, he say? What I'm he sorry. in fact said was, I just want to know if I've got what it takes to make it. I just want to know if I can be a ventriloquist. Like, I mean, listen, listen. Maybe Don Rickles is the greatest ventriloquist that's ever lived. But you know what? Like, the bar on the greatest ventriloquist <laughs> and the worst ventriloquist it's not that wide a margin. Like, can you imagine some kid, like, going up to Jeff Dunham? Oh, Mr. Dunham, I want to be just like you. I want to have racist puppets. I, the way that he says, the way that he hastily drove here, and the way that he says, like, please, not because you're jogging my memory now. I was trying to summarize too fast. Um, it does really seem like he's at the end of his rope. Like, maybe he did become a doctor, and maybe he botched a surgery or is getting sued and just ran away from everything, going back to a, a more innocent time. Maybe I have what it takes to be a ventriloquist. Let me go ask this guy, and I'll just do, like, an open mic night. That'll work. I have have no experience in show business or even really thought this the fuck out because my jokes that I'm using are so, His marriage just like, base and His old. just died. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going back to what I know. Oof. The yucks. The, j- the jokes, the tomfoolery, which I don't know. I am an audience member b- by heart. I cannot be on that stage. And we see this because he tries to do the, the well, open all, mic night. Open and mic we all night, know. This open mic night is absolute trash. First of all, what's happening versus the oh, what garbage. we're seeing, it doesn't make sense. Like, the, an audience, and it's like the most, I mean, it's a real, like... I don't know, this audience is like old people, young people, men, women, it's like a completely mixed crowd. Like, I don't know what this audience is, but at the same time, the audience is like, yeah, show us your tits. I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) but there's like families here. What is this? And the women seem to be like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, show us the tits. Yeah, yeah. Old people, yeah, show us the tits. Mariel, do you want to see the tits? I want to see the tits. Like, what's happening? Children. Mother, may I? Yes, you may. Look at these tits. I love the guy who's running it, supposedly, behind the curtains. Because it it is kind of strange the way they introduce the whole concept of tits on stage. Because there's the guy behind He's like, yeah, the amateur night. You know, you ain't going to do good at amateur night unless you got tits, kid. Sorry. And, yeah, Bob's like, cool. Uh, And when he gets on stage and starts to, like, uh, just bomb horribly someone from the audience someone's father uh, I, I i might be remembering it wrong but i'm pretty sure like a a wife looks at a like at her husband and kind of gives him a look of like dude and then he looks hey guys bring back the tits and everyone's like yeah it's so it's weird. so bizarre <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, it does not it's awesome match. like it's great but yeah and bobcat is like garbage like he's just like sweating buckets like dumb jokes like yeah he's barely got two jokes and but like the audience was already against him like yeah like he never had a chance but like he does not recover at all anything any instance when an audience is asked or at some level 
is expected to respond to something like a call and response. Like, for the, for example, Bobcat fails. He says something like, uh, he does the joke, I just flew in from uh, some city, um, and the audience yells back at him, your arms are tired, which is a dumb joke. I mean, that's absolutely horrible. But earlier, like, Don's character does that where he says something, and then, like, they, they repeat something to the stage. That is one of those things right up there with the word pouch drink that could send me just into an irate fury. I hate it, and I don't know why. So when they do that to him, I feel a little bit, I'm like, Bob, I'm so sorry. That it, there's nothing, no, there's no excuse for doing what they just did to you, which is finish your joke on stage in mass. Yeah. Um, Don sees this, he's like, nah, ashamed. He meets him at the bar. Another attractive woman comes up and hits on Don for some reason. Again, weird. Don't I, know what's happening like, there. Like, apparently, like, everybody wants to fuck Don Rickles in this universe. I, look, I don't see it. I don't see it. And, and maybe that's me. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's um, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, so then Bobcat comes over, he's like, ah, oh, I, I, I was terrible, wasn't I? And Don was like, no, you weren't, you weren't, it wasn't even that bad. And he's like, really? He's like, ah, you were fucking terrible. You had no material, you didn't have any control, you, you let the audience run all over you. Uh, and then he's like, maybe try another career. And I'm like, Which is good it's sound good advice, it's right? good advice, but at the same time, it's like, again, I don't think you can completely blame a Bobcat for what happened on this night. Well, yeah, he true. Was garbage, tits night. Like, he, like, he, he wasn't even able to say one word before the audience was already completely against him. Now, obviously, he yeah. should turn that around, but it's his first time ever on stage, so... I give I cut him a little bit of credit. He had no material though. To me, that's the beginning and that's, ending. It's like, look, yeah. I don't care if you're a great ventriloquist. That's neat, but you had no material, friend, and yeah. that's more than half of the game of what's going on. I here. agree. And that's I agree. it's what it is. But you gotta learn um, that. You have to learn that you don't have material. There you go. It's every ventriloquist has to go through it. I mean, friend, we've um, been we've been developing a hot material since <laughs> since uh, the ninth grade. True. Bobcat's been in medical school. He hasn't had time. <laughs> I yeah, the life of a surgeon or a doctor is stoic. Um, so um, Don is obviously a little bit. He's not in complete control. Like he, there's something bothering him. He ends up leaving with this lady who um, uh, comes on to him. We find out pretty quickly that um, that lady ends up dead. Uh, her throat's been slashed or whatever, and Bob suspects Don. Um, I think they go back to the cabin and yeah. Bob confronts him. He's like, hey, what the fuck's up? Um, why do you smell like gasoline, like the inside of that car? That was a weird throwaway line. And I love that's the thing because Bobcat runs up to the car. It's like, she's dead. Stand back. She smells just like there's gasoline everywhere. Don't light um, a cigarette. And you can tell it's 1990 because everyone's like, oh, don't, don't light a cigarette. Don't light a cigarette because that was a real concern because everybody was ready to light up a cigarette. Oh, fuck yeah. I walk out of a building. I light up. Oh, is there someone dead in the car? I'm just gonna, I gotta light up immediately. Oh. It's what it is. It's life. Um, it's the light up also, life. Also, Bobcat not only confronts him about the gasoline, um, he sees him about to, to shoot up drugs. <gasps> oh, no. And Don Rose is like, no, that's the last of my morphine. Which, I mean, first of all, you know he was terribly injured in a fire. Maybe he needs morphine. Like, like it's very possible that he could have an injury that requires morphine. Why are you just destroying his morphine? Yeah, that's weird, especially coming from a doctor. I don't know if that's a good sound. Absolutely. But Bob's just just bombed horribly, so maybe he's not in his right mind. Um. So uh, there's a bit of a struggle, and that's and he's like, "Listen, I didn't kill that woman. I didn't kill her. Morty did." 
And then there's this little bit where Bobcat's like, um, I think you need help. Morty's just a ventriloquist dummy. In fact, I'll show you. And he goes over and he pulls the case down. And he's like, and I'm like, listen, listen. I understand that you think he's got, he's got something mentally wrong, but he's also, you know he's now murdered two people. And <laughs> whether he's blaming a ventriloquist dummy or not, don't turn your back to him. Oh, no. Because he's like, yeah, see? Because Bob... it's, it's like, oh, oh, I guess he is just a dummy. Never mind. I guess everything's fine then. Uh, he's like, no, let me show you. It's just it's just, <gasps> it's just wooden cloth. It's not a big deal. Uh, meanwhile, Don Rickles has pulled out a butcher knife. And he's like, yeah, but where's the head? Where's the head of the dummy? He's like, what? And we see the ventriloquist dummy head is not a head. It's just a mask. And that's when Don what? Rickles takes off the bag on his hand to reveal a weird little monster creature. Um, apparently, it was a conjoined twin that, grow that grew out of his wrist. And they're connected. Mm -hmm. And listen, they didn't want to be a freak show. So uh, they became a ventriloquist act. There was a long, hard life up to that choice. <laughs> um, because I don't... Because also, this guy, like, his brother, hand brother, um, is evil, essentially. Yeah. Like, he can also kind of control Don. And the only way Don was able to get control of him is when he got burned in the fire. They gave him morphine, and it knocked this guy out, his brother. So he was like, okay, I got to keep this morphine up just to keep this guy So Morphine's been, like, sedated for 50 years? 15 years. Wild. Wild. Um, also, but he's back. Yeah, and it's just like, it is, I mean, it is a creepy little puppet. It is very yeah. gross looking. I, I do, I mean, I give Cadells the Crypt that. They have really good animatronic puppets, um, both the Crypt Keeper and this little guy. I love the variety of, like, situations. Like, they really do it good, and I, I didn't see this twist coming at Oddly enough, I assumed something else was going to happen, or like there was maybe he would, but it's a straight up person or creature. And uh, yeah, they're like, hey, we got to kill you now. Um, so they try to kill Bobcat. There's a little bit of Don left where Bobcat's kind of pleading for his life, and they've got the butcher knight out, out, and Don's listening to Morty, and he's like, I got to end this. And through both like accident and just kind of like um, trying to fight Morty, Don chops Morty off his hand. Just like cleaves him straight up off, and um, and then you know, Morty's like running around like cousin it. It's yeah. They thought it would kill him. No, oh. it set him free. Or thing. Which one's which one's the hand? Uh, I think that's thing. Okay, thing is the hand. The hairy. Because it's the long-haired guy. Okay, close Cousin, cousin it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this thing's like running, like running around. It is real fucking kooky. It's laughing and like it's it's a real critter situation. Oh, yeah, and it's making joke after joke because he was the brains of the whole comedic operation. Uh, he was he was the one controlling Don, so he's making jokes, and it's it's the same jokes we saw in the club, so I'm like, I don't know about all this, but also it's thrilling because there's a little crazy, gross-looking, really well-done puppet running around, and Bobcat has to fight for his life. Uh, it, um, also, like, it also, like, um, like, bites Don Rickles, like, throat out. Yeah, like, it kills his brother. It is gruesome. Murder like, three. As cheap and dumb as this is, like they're doing a lot of effects. It's graphic. Like it really does. Just like, ugh, like it gets to you. Yeah. Um. There's some kind of like a uh, slapstick where <laughs> uh, Bob's cat's running around with a baseball bat. He's talking about how he's gonna hit him like a baseball or something. Um. He uh stomps a, a plank in the floor of the cabin that launches this little guy up into the air like a baseball, and he does. Yeah. Home run, this guy. He grabs him and starts putting him into a meat cleaver and says something that's just like a bad joke. Meat grinder. 
Yeah. You and can't he, put something into a meat cleaver. That's a weird thing. Literally yeah. starts grinding him. And I love the little thing that's like, oh, please, please don't. I'll do anything. I just love the dying little, little Morty voice. Please. Oh, yeah. We see part of the flesh come through the meat grinder. Yeah. It is graphic. I'm like, how is this thing still living? I will say this, Bobcat does the best jokes, like, uh, during the whole thing, his best jokes during this whole fight sequence yeah. and while he's trying to kill this guy. So I think he does have promise being uh, a jokester with a ventriloquist dummy. It just took him fearing for his life, the spookiness of the Halloween and the yeah. monsters to do it. Um, so Bobcat's like, yeah, yeah, I got an idea. So we cut fast to, forward. Cut to the the same fucking comedy club with its same weird crew, but they are loving this new act they're seeing. It's Bobcat and Morty. And uh, yeah, it's going well. They got the jokes. Everything's going fine. Uh, uh, an attractive woman comes in. Uh, Morty starts hitting on her. And in a way that's so realistically uncomfortable for a woman that I'm like, God damn. This cuts to the heart Morty's of what this a real is. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's super he's real incel. Angry that like no one wants to fuck him because he's a monster. Oh, and he says that earlier. You were correct. He is a straight up incel. Yeah. Um. Because he. Yeah. And. Because uh, he's Bobcat's a dick like, too. That's adult. Doesn't have a dick. He gets it frustrated, so he just kills him. Um. Bobcat's like, dude, stick to the script. Like, what's up? We had a deal. Well, guess what? I'm changing the deal. And everyone's like, what the fuck's up with this? Okay, I was digging this at first, but now it's like, and then Bobcat starts screaming and Morty starts laughing and screaming. And so then, yeah, we Bobcat takes the dummy off so that it's just Morty on his hand. But it's, I don't understand exactly what's happening. Is, Mor- Apparently, is Morty like biting his fingers off or something? It seems like, I think what's expected is that Morty now becomes part of Bobcat's hand. That's what it seems like. It seems like he's somehow but magically Im- fusing with him. Yeah, and that's impossible. Yeah, so that it doesn't make sense at all. There was some way that Morty could like latch onto him like a symbiote, I'm assuming. And we see Bobcat's like hands where he has two fingers and like I guess his middle fingers are fused up into Morty. But you think he could just like rip Morty off and be like, dude, whatever. Even if his hand's broken, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't understand what's happening at all. Um, But, you know, you got to end the episode. It's 22 minutes. What can you yeah. do? And it's... What el- what other twist can we put on this to make it more creepy and spooky yeah. and scary? Bra- uh, Brad, overall thoughts and feels? Um, I liked it. Uh, worst dress it is Bobcat's, um, like, solid block colors 90s shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's garbage. Uh, I fucking hate... I had one of those shirts, and I was forced to wear it. Ooh, I never never got into that shit. Um, I will say best dress maybe... I think it's... Maybe it's Don Rickles back in the day. You get like a... Oh, up with his uh, hat and his cool suit? Yeah, I like that. I think that works, given that most everyone else... Unless you try, like, some of the, um... There's one of the uh, kind of showgirls that has like an awesome outfit on, but at the same time, it's like a showgirls outfit. It's like a re- it's not a real outfit. Yeah, it's fun though. It's a, it's a dumb little fun show. Um, oh yeah, I, I would say that it's for what it is, it delivers. Yeah, it's a good little Halloween treat. Halloween treat. So who won and who lost? I think Morty won. Yeah, he's free. Um, he's kind of got Bobcat. He can kind of boss around. Yeah, I think Don Rickles lost. Like, he spent 15 years. Oh, the years. guy who died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He spent 15 years keeping this thing at bay, only for Bobcat to come in and fuck everything up. Yeah. He was doing his self. He was self-sacrificing um, for the betterment of humanity, and Bobcat fucked it up. All because of an autograph. All because of a dream. All because mom died. Indeed. 
that's that's this Halloween app, guys. Sometimes it's short and sweet like this. Um, yes. We're experimenting with this format. Got ten minutes. Hope you have debate, wonderful guys. Sorry, sorry for the rushed app. Rush. But uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Ramjack Facebook group, ramjackpodcast.com, uh, YouTube channel, everything. You, any way you can get at us, send us your fears. Um, we appreciate you. We love you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.